Can we do something real quick? Can we just say thank you to the band again? I heard they had a, uh, they had a couple last-minute cancellations, and some folks stepped up and led us into, uh, led us into worship. So uh, Brian's going to come and preach. Uh, for anybody that's new here today, we're a church in transition, and today uh, we're going to have a vote. Derek's going to come up later. Uh, and talk to us about what that ballot process looks like, and we're going to vote today uh, whether to make Brian Wade our new senior pastor. Uh, but first things first, Brian is going to lead us in some teaching and have a bit of a Q&A, and I'm excited, and I'm going to turn over the microphone to you right now, brother. Bring it. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. How are you all? All right, well, it's glad to see your wonderful, sunshiny faces today. Um, I did want to start off with, um, we had a, a tragic event that took place over um, last weekend, and uh, a passing of a young man, Jake Sloan, and so what we want to do is honor um, that family with a moment of silence and prayer, and I'm going to ask right now if you guys would join me in honoring him and his family in a moment of silence of prayer. Dear God, we, um, we can't fully understand the weight that this family may be feeling right now. Father, we can't fully grasp what it's like to have plans for life, plans for a future, to recognize your plans don't come through like you would wanted them to. God, we ask that you would comfort this family, that you would be with this family as they're going through a transition, a tough time. That you'd allow them to grieve, that you allow them to mourn, that you would bring people in their lives that would speak words of life and encouragement. But whether saved or unsaved, that words would touch their hearts and their souls in a way that would give them hope, that would give them peace, and would give them rest. I ask God that you would be with them, that your hand of grace and mercy would be on his brothers, be on his mother, be on his father, that they would rebuild, they would be stronger and how they were before this tragedy. Father, your plan is beyond what we fully understand, but your grace and your mercy is sufficient. So Father, use your grace and your mercy to love. Use this moment to draw others to Christ. Use this moment to let people see how amazing you are, even in our tough times. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. It's with that said that I am uh, tremendously overwhelmed at the same time by the love from this church. Um, we were asked on, on short notice if anyone would be willing to uh, volunteer desserts and those kind of things for the memorial. And there were so many people that gave, so many people that reached from their hearts and dug in, and it was amazing. Um, there were monetary gifts that were given and are still coming in. And so again, I thank you guys um, just for being able to support someone you may or may not know, a family you may or may not know, uh, you all stepped up. It was tremendous. And so I just want to tell you thank you for being um, and just giving from your hearts. I really appreciate it. Amen. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's great to be back and to be here with you. We're dealing with um, a series entitled Hearing the Voice of God, Hearing the Voice of God. We have dealt with um, the first part of this, which is 
understanding that God speaks to us through our word. And so he's given us this holy antenna that we have to be in sync with, that we have to read, that we have to understand, that we find that God is alive and active inside of this Bible, inside of these pages. Uh, not just words that are just uh, typed out or written out, but they're words that actually bring us life. And it's his body, his presence, his essence that's within that word. And so we're moving on to the next aspect of hearing the voice of God. I want to ask if you have your Bibles or your tablets or your phones, hopefully your iPhones, um, Androids or whatever you have, that you would turn to the book of Exodus, the 33rd chapter. Um, the scriptures will be on the screen as well. But if you have your um, tablet or iPhone or whatnot, please turn to the book of Exodus, the 33rd chapter. While you're flipping there, I'm going to pray for us real quick. Um, dear God, again, open up our ears and our hearts to receive your word, to receive your truth. Speak to us in ways that we can grow, that we can dwell and hang in your presence, that we can fully uh, experience who you are. And Father, in this time, in this moment, as we go through this series, encourage us, increase us, increase us to know who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, I would like to, as we, as we honor God's word, if you'd please stand with us as we read his scripture. Um, Exodus, the 33rd chapter, we'll be reading from verses 8 and 9. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up and stand in the entrance of their own tents. They would watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went down, as he went into the tent, the pillar of, of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Amen. You may be seated. So a few years ago, there was this really smart um, advertisement that went forth for Verizon. And I'm sure most of you guys remember that advertisement, that commercial, that campaign. It was this campaign from Verizon where they kept saying, um, can you hear me now? Do you guys remember that? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And they kept going through these spots and like, hello, hello, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And they did this thing and it became almost like this instant thing that you saw it on TV and then you started doing it with your phone. And their whole campaign was that they had the best brand new amazing 4G service. I know 4G is like so outdated now, but back then 4G was like the amazing new thing. This 4G service that Verizon promised you was that it was the best service out of all the cellular services there were. They had the quickest and the fastest, most response time. They had the most um, antennas all across the nation. You had the best service. They had the best 4G service. Instead of going around asking, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? With Verizon, you never had to do that because their service had you covered. You guys remember that commercial? You remember those ads? Um, as Christians, a lot of times, we're walking around life talking to God like, can you hear me now? Can I hear you now? Can you hear me now? Can I hear you now? Like, we as Christians have the best 4G coverage there is. The problem is we don't know how to sink in and lock into it. And sometimes it requires us to go through our spiritual lives and check the settings so that we can get in tune to grab all of that 4G that God has for us. That 4G, that best connection, best service, best relation, best access with him. And so as we dealt with hearing the voice of God and we've talked about the word of God, the Bible being the word of God that allows us to speak and to hear from God, we also want to talk about now through prayer. Through prayer is a great way to connect and hear from God. That we're not dealing with, do you hear me now? But that we are actually hearing from God and God is speaking to us. 
when we read through Exodus 33, which is an amazing chapter, there's this part where we just read where Moses goes down to the temple, or to the, excuse me, to the tent, and he begins to talk to God. He's praying to God, but he's not praying to him. He's talking to him. There's this relationship they have developed where when Moses goes and starts to speak, God comes down and speaks, and they start to not talk. I mean, not to just like have this prayer thing, but they're having an actual conversation. So, so many of us make prayer way too deep and too serious. We come and we say, Lord, with my head bowed down beneath the locks of my shoulders, oh, heavenly, it's too deep. It's too deep. God wants to talk and relate to us like we're friends, like we're buddies, like we're good pals. And so we have to understand that our position and our posture has to be in a way where we can relate to God in a way that we're talking like just good old buddies. This says that God is talking to Moses and Moses is talking to God. There's a relationship there. And I want to share with you how to come out of this uh, let me pray a certain kind of way mentality to a point where we're praying in relationship with the Holy God. Are you guys with me? Here we go. We got three points we want to share with you today. The first point I want to share with you is called prayer, pray for understanding and obedience to God's word. Psalms 119, 18 says this. Pray for understanding and obedience to God, God's words. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instruction. Watch this. It says that when we're praying, the, the Psalms 119 says, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths of your instruction. When you and I grab this word, when we grab our Bibles, what we should do is start the introduction of God, would you mind meeting me in your word? Did y'all catch that? A lot of times we grab the Bible and based upon the daily bread or based upon whatever it is that we're going to read or our scripture or our highlighted scripture in our phone, we just jump in, boom, let's read, let's go, let's check it off. I got my scripture in, I'm good. I'm a Christian. I'm doing great standard today. Yay! No, what we should do is when we grab this word, say, Father, I am looking for you to speak to me through your word. Y'all see the difference? Um, oh, we got kids here. Oh, good God. Um... <laughs> It works so much better, husbands, if we spend a little time in intimacy with our wife before we spend time in intimacy with our wives. Are you guys with me? I know it's tough. You guys with me? And so instead of just jumping right on in, sometimes you need to spend a little time talking and understanding and trying to figure out how your day was and what was going on. What was your high? What was your low? I can't believe she said that. Oh, my God, what a horrible person. Like, we got to spend time introducing ourselves before we can look for further intimacy. Man, y'all making it tough for me this morning. Come on. <laughs> Good gracious. And so what we're saying is that when we get to God's word, even though we want to hear from the Lord, even though we want that quick fix, we want that quick answer, begin to pray and ask God, give me what? Understanding. Let me know what your scriptures are saying. Let me hear how powerful you are. Let me experience who you are. Let me pray before I even start to read through your words to get more deeper understanding. Let me understand you as we begin. The scriptures say to open my eyes, to give me this full view, this full picture of who you are, and let me understand your what? Wonderful truth. It's funny because this truth may not be fun truth, this truth may not be truth I want to receive. This truth may, be not, may not be truth that I want to respect. But because it's your truth, it's all wonderful. And because it's yours, it's wonderful. When Rosie and I first started dating, she told me there are certain things she liked 
and she didn't like. And whether I agreed to the fact that she liked them or didn't like them, I was so involved with trying to be connected to her, that the things she didn't like, I made them things that I was conscious of not to do around her or in front of her. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And so I did that because I wanted to honor her, and I was so in tune with trying to get extra in tune with her that I'm willing to change who I am so that we can be in a relationship that's strong and powerful. God says, listen, this word is truth. Whether you like it or not, whether you don't agree with it or you do, it's truth. And because it's truth and it's his truth, it's wonderful whether or not I fully want to go with it. When that scripture tells me to forgive and I don't want to forgive you. I don't like you. I wish the car, I just, I just don't like you right now. You guys understand what I'm saying? When you get to that point in life where you're just so frustrated with somebody and something, and God's word says you still have to forgive, that's the kind of, of word, this truth, that's so wonderful. That regardless of what it is above myself, I will not place it. I want God's truth, and so I'll honor his word regardless. So that's when we are embracing his wonderful truth. It says this in James 22 through 24. It says also when we're talking about praying for understanding and obeying God's word. Watch this. <clears throat> Which one? Oh. Pray and hear and recognize God's voice, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. Go back one. Pray for, pray for understanding and obedience to God's word, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what he, what it, he says, otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. It says simply this. That God's word, we are required to, to obey it. And so I want to pray for God to bring my mind, my heart, my spirit under subjection, under his word, under his truth, to the point where I can obey it even if I don't want to. It says, who takes this word and looks at it and sees how, 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 how messed up they are? They look in the mirror and they see that, well, I don't have that problem. The hair is all over the place. I don't have that problem. But their beard hair, you can relate to me, Shane. <laughs> beard hair is just a mess. It's all over the place. We've got all this crust and stuff in our eyes. He says, who looks in the mirror and sees how horrible and jacked up and nasty and filthy we are, and then says, oh, well, let's start the day anyway, and you head out the door like nothing's wrong. He says, when we look at this word that is like a mirror and it shows us the areas that we have faults in, these areas that we're struggling in, these areas that we're wrestling in, we take this word and we pray and we ask God to help us be obedient to this word that our lifestyle would change. He says, when we grab this word, we should pray and understand how wonderful it is, and we should ask for God to give us obedience that so we'd be faithful to this word. Point number two says this. It says, pray to hear and recognize God's voice. John 10, 26 through 27. But when you don't believe me because you are not my sheep, my sheep listen to my voice. I don't know them, and they follow me. Here's what God says. He says, that there's so many voices around that it's hard to hear him. But the people that are connected to him, they recognize his voice. And we are the connected to him should recognize his voice. 
I've been at house parties where, you know, like there's a two-year-old birthday party and there's like 20 kids running around and they're screaming and hollering and shouting and laughing and running up the steps. And then all of a sudden you'll hear a kid cry. And mom, generally all the moms in the room do one of these. And out of the 15 moms in the room, there's one, she's gone. And she runs and she grabs that kid and she does whatever moms do and all of a sudden that baby is perfectly or that kid is perfectly fine. I want to tell you that mom is in tune to her child's voice. How is she in tune with her child's voice? Because she spends so much time with that child, she's so involved with that child that she hears that child's voice way across the other side of the house and knows her voice out of all those other voices that are in the house. Between the TV and the music and the kids and the adults, that mom picks up on that one voice because she's in tune. I would also like to say that out of the moms and the dads, dads are probably better listeners of understanding the voice of their kids. Moms are like, really? I'll prove it to you. When a child cries, a father sits in his chair and he listens at that cry and he says, they'll be okay. <laughs> There's another cry that a kid makes and a father will say, they're really that hurt, they'll make their way to me. There's another cry that when a father hears that cry, no matter what he's doing, watching TV, whatever it is, um, he hears that cry and he says, oh, I got to get this baby because I don't know how much trouble I'm going to be when mom sees whatever happens. Like we know how high and what the level of pitch of stress and strain is. And that's our response. We might be a little bit more in tune, guys. Are you with me? Come on. Thank you. Leave me out here to dry. It says when... When, when God is in tune to our voice, that's because he's in relationship with us. And when we can hear God's voice clearly through all of the madness and the chaos, we're in tune to God's voice. We should pray that we can hear God's voice through all of the noise. All of the noise is TV and the radio and everybody else's thoughts and everybody else's theology, everybody else's beliefs, my own thoughts, my own thinking, my own feeling. Out of all of that stuff, God, can I hear your voice above all of this madness? And when we can start to pick out God's voice through all the chaos, through all the drama, we are now in tune with the Father. We are now in tune with his direction and his plan and his will. But we have to pray for God to start speaking to us. We have to pray to God that we can begin to get in tune with his voice, that we would hear from him, that he would speak clearly to us, that we would be in relationship with him that we would understand him in the high moments and in the low moments, that we would hear from him in ways that can't nobody else fully understand, but we get it, we hear it, we understand it, because we have prayed for God to speak to us time and time and time again. Point number three. We say, pray for a deep and intimate relationship with God. Exodus 11, I'm oh, sorry, 33.11 says this. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face, as one speaks to a friend. There's this thing that Moses did. He got up in the morning, in the middle of the day. He goes down to the, tea to, the, the tent of, of, of meeting. He goes inside, and God's presence comes down. And he talks to God. And God and Moses have this relationship that they start talking to each other like friends. They start talking to each other like they're just 
they're just having a conversation. They're just sitting down and spending time with each other. Moses didn't get here overnight. God had to speak to Moses through a burning bush and scare him half to death a few chapters before. It took consistent time where Moses and God would talk to a point where Moses can meet with God at any point, at any time of the day, and there was a relationship where they could talk and they could have conversation. I wish, I'm jealous, jealous of my wife in about 17 ways. But one of them is she has a friend that she can call at 12 midnight and they can talk for 15 minutes. She has a friend that in the middle of whatever's going on, they can call each other and they just start talking about I don't know what. But if one's sad, the other one's up by the end of the phone conversation. And they get mad at each other and they won't talk to each other for like a day or two, but somehow when they hop on that phone, they're right back. They have this relationship that's amazing. And I don't have that kind of relationship. Guys are like, if we talk, I'll see you next month. It's all good. Let's catch up. What'd you guys talk about? I don't know. Sports and ribs, it was great. Like that, we don't want to know. But you ladies can talk in a way that's just so deep and so amazing, but that's where relationship comes from. It's being able to talk on a consistent basis, relating, talking, understanding, and then this growth takes place where Moses can now talk to God at any time of the day that he wants to, and they sit down and God meets him instantly, and they talk in this relationship. And I would say to you, and I would say to me in some areas, we have to work better at connecting with God, praying with him consistently on a regular basis to a point where he speaks to us through his word where we can hear his voice through all kinds of things, and it starts by praying for an intimate relationship with God. It starts with us saying, God, speak to me. God, build a relationship with me. God, let me know who you are. There's a billion different steps and ways to pray. But if we don't start praying for God to speak to us, if we don't start praying for God to build this relationship with us, we will miss hearing his voice time and time and time again. Our job to hear the Lord is to pray for relationship. Show me how to talk with you. Show me how to pray with you. Show me how to walk with you. Should I pray with you in the car? Absolutely. The greatest thing I didn't have back in my life when I first started praying was a Bluetooth. And I looked crazy driving down the roads, praying to God in my car. And people would just look like that guy's about to lose it. And now we're at a place where you got a Bluetooth and stuff is synced on your car. You can just drive and nobody even knows if you're talking to God or talking to somebody else. That's a great opportunity. It's a time to say, God, I need you to speak to me. God, I need your help. God, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Uh, God, uh, just please, just, just walk with me. Talk with me. Spend time with me. Just all these things that you could say to God and nobody's around and it's just you and God and you can talk and have relationship and have conversation. And I promise you that if you do this consistently, if you do it because you want to know God's voice, he will begin to speak. He will begin to guide. He will begin to lead. He will give you the direction that you need in your life. If there's nothing else you get from today's message, nothing else. I had three great points. I talked about how dads are better listeners than moms. If you didn't catch any of that, 
there's a vote. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if there's anything that you miss, if you, if you don't get anything else from this message, the takeaway is simply this. Pray to know God intimately. Pray to know God intimately. My prayer should be I want to know God intimately. If I want to know my children better, then I'm asking God to give me insight on how to know my children better. And then I sit down and I study them and I watch them. What do you like? What do you like to do? What things do you like to talk about? What things annoy you? How should I spend more time with you? How can I be a better dad? You guys see what I'm doing? And I am picking them apart. And as I pick them apart, I start writing these things down in my mind. How can I connect more with my son, more with my daughter? Uh, this son is different from this son, and this son is different from this son. And Lord, this girl is different from everybody. And so how do I deal with them? How do I understand them? How do I get to know them? And it's picking them apart one by one and starting to meet and connect with them. That grows that connection and relationship. And if you want to have intimacy with God where he starts to speak to you, Father, show me your word. Let me see what brings you joy. Let me live this kind of lifestyle. Father, show me how I should love people I don't want to love. Father, speak to me on where I should read next. Father, show me where I should go next. Father, show me who I should speak to. Lord, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't even know what I'm talking about today. Let me just tell you about my day. And in those moments, as weird and crazy as they may seem, God will speak to you. Pray to know God intimately and be sincere about it. And he'll start to unravel and begin to speak with you. Let's pray real quick. And as the band comes up, uh, we'll also prepare ourselves for, for offering. Um, dear God, Lord, it's by your grace again that you, you constantly chase us. You constantly speak to us. You constantly desire us to be in relationship with you. And so, God, as we're looking to hear your voice through your word, through prayer, Give us boldness to pray to you. Give us boldness to seek after you. Give us boldness to find out how can we connect with you in a way that brings you honor and brings you glory. Allow us to pray to you in loud moments of life and in this world full of drama and craziness. Allow us to pray to you and give you thanks just because you're awesome. And Father, as we're seeking your heart more and more and more, Father, I pray that you would bless over this offering. Bless those that are getting ready to give, that we would take this offering and bless it and honor you with it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.